Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. So Dave, this is the last episode of season what? How many seasons do we have on right it now? It feels like... Nine? Uh, I was going to say a decade at least. <laughs> a decade. I mean, I mean, when we started this, like I had like a full head of hair. I'm sure of it. Oh my gosh! Well, it, it's it's been. We didn't have kids. It's yeah, we didn't have kids. Is that true? No, <laughs> no, no, no. That's well, not. <laughs> I would. I still would have had a kid. I mean, my goodness. Well, the, one of the magical <laughs> things about um, our experience over these two hundred plus episodes is a lot of people in our Boiling Point community have been really helpful in getting us new guest suggestions. You know, it's, it's not just yeah. my network or your network, Dave. It's just like we've got people who are. Who are saying, "Oh, you got to be on the boiling point." And of course, when Dragons Den was uh, talking about what we were doing, and Workopolis, and Huddle, you know, so, you know, so many different uh, esteemed publications saying, "If you're an entrepreneur, you got to listen to the boiling point," and that just makes us smile, you know. Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah. And our next guest, we we're going to pull in in a second, was, uh, you know, is 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 supporting of podcasters, and we're going to get to her in a minute. What we're told by uh, the powers that be around us is we have to talk about our website. It has been um, revised. It's looking way better. It is searchable, <laughs> and it's boilingpointpodcast.com. Boiling Point so check it out. And check then it out. we're going to have this beautiful interruptive uh, uh, you know, form that pops up and says, put your email in here because we want to continue growing this community. If you're an entrepreneur, if you are wanting to make impact with your business and use your business as a force for good, this is the podcast for you. And there's way more than podcasts that we're developing, Dave, that we're going to be letting people know down the road. So hop onto our website, get onto our email list, and uh, we can continue uh, boiling this pot. So Dave, why don't you bring our, our latest and last guest for this season onto the podcast? Well, Courtney Blair, hello. Are you still with us? Have you you haven't left us yet, hey. have you? How are you? <laughs> I'm here. I have not left yet. Okay. <laughs> You're well, not going to get rid of me that easily. No, good, 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 good. And we tried to get you on before, and you're uh, a mompreneur, right? And I will we'll get you to explain right. what that is to the audience in a second here. Um, but part of that means dealing with um, sick children and trying to run a business. And I can certainly relate to that. I know Greg can. Often when we finish our podcast, you're, you or I are racing off to well, some childcare event. And, right? and because you and I started the Boiling Point years ago, just so we could hang out and chat and catch up. We don't have time for that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so our last time we tried to talk to you, Courtney, there was a sick child, I think, and you said, I, I'm sorry, yeah. I can't do it. And then, but tell, like, for people that, I mean, it's, I think it's obvious, but like, like, tell us a little bit about being a mompreneur. Like, let's, let's start there. And, 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 and oh, through that, man. maybe you can well, give a bit of a bio and, and <laughs> let people know about Zippy content and, and on and on and on. Yeah. So, okay. So, the, the whole reason that this whole Zippy content thing even got started was because I became a mother. So, I just wasn't able to enter back into the workforce because I had a newborn and the thought of leaving her with a stranger or even, even, I mean, even friends for most of the day, like the thought of that, just, there's no way, you know what I mean? So when I had her, I started just kind of looking for ways to work from my computer. And, um, I, you know, out of a moment of desperation, I just, 
contacted my dad, who happens to be in psychology, mental health. He has some NLP courses online and stuff. So he's like, um, just like most of my clients, just trying to get exposure. So he hired me as an, one of his employees to find him podcast interviews several years ago, about three and a half years ago. Wow. So um, I just started doing that for him, just, you know, just to make some extra cash. And he kind of helped me dial it in and turn it into a business and in terms of tracking interviews and booking and stuff like that into something I could actually offer to people. So I started contacting um, new clients and other people last February. So it's been about a year and a half of us working this as a business and representing many people. So we've worked with over 150 um, authors, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, uh, finding them podcasts in the last year. And you and, said, our, and, you said, and just sorry, all around badasses is what I see in your bio. Yes, which, and all which around is, badasses. Thank you for saying that because that really fits this way better. We feel because <laughs> I'm like, you, you got to get some badasses on here, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so in our network of podcasters that accept our guest suggestions just as they fit for our show has grown substantially as well. So it's been an incredible journey. The the couple years before I started offering this to people, it was, you know, it was really, I didn't even realize what I had. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so through the process, my daughter has definitely grown up watching me just working and back to the mom, mompreneur subject. Um, it's definitely our, our relationship has definitely evolved mine and my daughter's, um, for the first few years, she was totally fine with me, you know, um, taking calls and being on the computer and she was used to it and stuff. And over the last couple months, um, we've had some, some big changes happen in our personal lives and it's really kind of had an effect on, my work life when I have my daughter. <laughs> so I've definitely had to change things around. Um, I, I have help now with her um, most of the time during the day. So I, it's, she's three now, you know, so I can't really just be working and, you know, it's, things are different. So two more years till kindergarten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luckily I work with very patient people <laughs> yeah. who are just, you know, they understand most of the people I work with also have kids and work from home. You know what I mean? So it's, I got very lucky that way. I think there's a, I think there's a big tribe out there that totally gets it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, cause I know, um, I have a colleague uh, he often works from his home office. Um, the amount of times we've been on a call and his dog starts barking behind. It's almost like we, 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 we can, I can almost set my watch to it now. And he apologizes and then the clients seem to understand. And, and, you know, I am in my head thinking, well, at some point we got to get the dog somewhere else. But people, but my point is people, people get it. They get it. You know what I mean? So that's kind, yep, of, that's kind of neat. Definitely. And, and the other thing that I think is really interesting too about uh, mompreneurship, but why don't we just say parentpreneurship is it's mm -hmm. true. Like I've got friends who, who have twins that are, uh, you know, almost one and a, and a three-year-old to boot. It's too expensive to <laughs> send them to daycare. It, like it, the, oh the math gosh. does not work. So to be able it's to... It's as much as a mortgage. Exactly. So to be able to have two parents that are out working and, you know, an outflow of another $3,000 net taxes to support your kids, those who've been able to hack that system like yourself, Courtney, and build a build a business where you can live off a laptop, essentially the, uh, mm -hmm. the digital nomad approach, um, is really a great solution because our society, our work society is not set up for parents, for for uh, for double income uh, households with with kids, it is not. 
well, set up for or, that. or some employers are getting ahead of it and they're actually start, offering yes. it, yeah. you know, childcare, you know, if if you yeah. choose the, that path, which the three of us have not, so this isn't even an option for us, <laughs> right? right. Like, <laughs> well, I, th- I think that's even that topic is a really good transition because when I think about finding a way to make a living and balance, you know, and what balance mm-hmm. means for you, Courtney, in a way, is being able to work from home and take care of your daughter and work and make a living at the same time. That's part of right, balance. Right, exactly. But you've got a lot, like your your, your father is a psychologist and, you know, deep in NLP and a, and a, and a, a number of other topics. Um, let's hear a little bit about you. And we talked uh, earlier about, you know, the concepts of, you know, people dealing with trauma and addiction and unhealthy coping mechanisms and whatnot. And you know what? <laughs> that is such a common and undiscussed set of themes in the entrepreneurial world, but it's starting to crack open. Truly. So why don't we start Truly. there with you before we even get into what Zippy content does? I, I want to hear about you and some of your philosophies behind that. Yeah. So I uh, had a pretty r- rocky start into my adulthood. <laughs> um, so basically, um, I I started partying pretty young. Um, my parents went through a divorce when I was 14 and it, you know, it, it, it was not an easy one. It was a rough one. So I started drinking and partying and eventually, um, just out of high school, um, things got definitely a lot worse. Um, I, I started messing around with harder drugs. I got addicted to pills. Um, and eventually by the time I turned 23, I, I became, I went from being addicted to um, just prescription opiates to heroin. So there was a whole <laughs> dark time for me <laughs> mm-hmm. that, um, you know, and so, and I totally was coping just with the divorce and I had had an abusive relationship um, early on when I was, you know, 16 to 20. So there was some trauma that happened for sure. So I was, I was just coping the only way I knew how at the time. And that was just to numb the pain, make it go away pretend it's not there. Um, and through, through once, once the heroin jumped onto the scene, that's when the real traumas began. Yeah, no <laughs> I mean, even just, yeah, just, just becoming, just doing heroin itself is traumatic. You know what I mean? It's, it's traumatic. It really is. It'll, you'll have flashbacks about it forever, even if you didn't do anything else. <laughs> So, and I, I definitely got involved with some really, um, some bad people and I had some things happen. Um, and so coming out of that addiction, um, was when I really needed to learn how to cope in a healthy way. Cause obviously I didn't even have the option to turn to substances, substances anymore, you know? So it was like one of those things where I was just kind of forced to figure out the right way to go. And you know what I mean? So from there, it just, that's. It, it all happened very like it was all very synchronistic. I, I, I got clean and then I got pregnant and then I started zippy. You know what I mean? And it all happened very close together. <laughs> wow. Well, so, it, it's, um, it, it's really yeah. awesome that part of your approach is sharing that story, because like I said earlier, it's you're not alone in that, especially in the entrepreneur world. Um, whether it's opiates or alcohol or anything else, like, you oh know, yeah, from the business world, you get it, and I, I I see it in so many different industries where you're you're burning the candle on both ends. Whether it's trauma or whether it's just a need to escape, you can find yourself mm-hmm. going down down here. So anyway, obviously you were able to come out of that that dark place. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't you share with us a little bit of that? Because that's great value to our listeners. 
So it was definitely, um, I mean, and I can't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm totally out of the water. You know what I mean? Like I'm definitely still dealing with some, some mental health repercussions from, from back then. Um, I've still got some PTSD that I'm, that I'm working with to just kind of make go away. Um, but for the, for the first couple of years, I would say starting, um, I've been, I've been clean for four and a half years now. So, Congratulations. um, Good you know, you. thank you. Thank you. So yeah, starting, starting soon after that is when I really, um, I started working for my dad. And as I mentioned, he has these NLP courses. So, um, while I was working for him, I also took these NLP courses and I I didn't get the certifications. I was just going through the courses and really I was learning about my subconscious. That's like what I was doing in hindsight. That's for sure what I was doing. I don't think I realized it at the time. But I was just learning the language of the subconscious, you know what I mean? And I was just trying to figure out, you know, what was happening inside my mind. I, I didn't feel like um, there were very many people around me that I could just talk to about what I was dealing with. Like, I felt like everybody around me looked at me like, wow, she came out of this and now everything's fine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so, and they didn't realize that I was like still living in PTSD and trauma and I was still trying to figure out how to cope with these other things that were causing me pain. And you know what I mean? So um, I think the biggest thing that helped me, like obviously NLP and learning how to communicate with my own subconscious was and, and, and incredibly just, valuable. Just to pause there for a second, NLP, for those mm-hmm. who don't understand, neuro-linguistic programming, is that what it is? I, uh, yes. Yeah, why don't you quickly just yeah, uh, explain what that is? So basically, I mean, really in short, neuro-linguistic programming is the language of the subconscious. And it has a lot to do with um, language that we use and eye movements. And you know what I mean? It's all the, just stuff that our subconscious is doing with our bodies that we don't even realize, <laughs> you know? So um, I just got to pick out a lot of the things that, that was happening inside my mind and realize, wow, like this is happening because of this. And this is how I make it go away. You know what I mean? So, um, but really the biggest thing that helped me get out of that was just talking to people, like finally just telling people like, okay, this is what's really going on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not totally out of the water yet. Like maybe drugs are out of the, out of the way, but there's still stuff happening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so as soon as I just started being vulnerable with people, I got that connection to where people were like, Hey, I'm actually going through this too right now. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you guys are saying like the entrepreneurial community can really relate for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I was, I was wondering about that, um, you know, transition to entrepreneurship and you know, overcoming some of the challenges that you you have, um, mm-hmm. how has that helped you as an entrepreneur? Do you think? Um, you know what? It's just furthered my connection with people. You know, it really, really has. I, for a long time, I was the reason why I was scared to talk to people about what I was going through was because I thought it was going to kind of drive a wedge between me and them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be something that made them go, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. You know, but really it turned out to be a connection, you know, to where people are like, oh my gosh, wow, like I had no idea. Here's what I'm going through. You know what I mean? And so it really, I mean, it, just looking at things from a business perspective, I've had a lot of people that um, that came to me that are clients of mine, that are podcasters that I work with, that have heard me talking about this side of things that were like, wow, like I had no idea. I, I'm so happy to be working with you. Like, let's, keep this relationship going. And it's been incredibly beneficial for my relationships. Like I had, I didn't know that was going to happen, but it has been, it's been awesome. Well, there's something about hiding, right. That makes you that, you know, that isolation, like, and you're trying, and you're scared to tell people things. 
Um, right. You know, it, That's it's, the it's, wedge. Yeah, it's it's the opposite, right? It 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 it, mm-hmm. it stops deeper. It stops yeah. meaningful connections, and so interesting. And you know, to hear you have gone through that, and then you're speaking to about very publicly, like in this case, and I'm sure other cases. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about, um, like, if we transition to your business, and you know, because you know, so you you get in, you get rolling, you start sharing your story. And, and lo and behold, um, it sounds like that was part of your strategy probably to to get through it as much as anything. But then, but then you'll, as, mm-hmm. if, if I'm understanding you correctly, then you start going, wait a sec, this is cool. This is actually helping me. Uh, me I'm, inter- I'm meeting new people that are actually mm-hmm. interested in working with me as a result of my story, you know? So they're part of what yeah. I mean, it sounds like what you do and probably, you know, uh, uh, um, I'm guessing a big part of your success is the fact that the, that they get to know you and who you are. But was that surprising that that it actually? And I know it wasn't the purpose, but that actually, it, it almost be. It sounds like it's almost become a business development strategy, and that's it, that's kind of a has. weird way to put it. But because that's not the intent, but it's funny how it turns has turned into that to a degree based on what you're saying. Yeah, it definitely has, and it was completely unintentional for me. Like I, the reason why I just started. Ex- exposing myself like this and just telling people what I've been dealing with is because I just felt like I was lying to people. You know what I mean? Like there was so much happening underneath the surface that nobody knew about, but I just there, I didn't feel a genuine connection with people, you know? So when I finally was like, screw it, I'm just going to tell everybody. Yeah. Like I, I, it didn't realize it was going to happen, but it did spur some growth in the business. So it's like, yeah, it definitely did. Like I realize the vulnerability is, a, is an incredible tool for connection and, and it helps people to trust and understand what's going on with us. And so, yeah, it's definitely turned into a tool. <laughs> we, we, we've talked about this before. Um, and I, and I uh, you know, I love the idea of, of um, vulnerability. When we're vulnerable, um, it, it allows other people to feel vulnerable with us. And it's yes, an idea that's exactly. gotta, sometimes got to come from us first, right? Like you can't wait mm-hmm. for other people. So this idea of going first, that's part of this five dysfunctions of a team in terms of a team leader and vulnerability-based trust. So, you know, because it, it is like you you sharing this, you know, opens up a conversation really nicely. And it's like, wow, you know, we can, you know, see who Courtney is, and, you know what I mean? And, and hear her story. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, you feel like, you know, there is a connection, right? And it's, it's very nice. Mm-hmm. And my, my connection is, uh, good Lord, Courtney, uh, how do I sign up? Get me on some podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like to hear but seriously you, you reach out to me later after this podcast is done because I want to try out for sure oh I love it yes definitely hey, hey yes on, you, you talk about um like getting people badass like Greg Hemmings oh you're so um, sweet to call me yeah, a badass yeah, you are a badass um, find them interviews <laughs> with the coolest podcasters on earth. How do you find the coolest podcasters on earth? And what's the what's the and and, and by the way, we like to consider ourselves the nerdiest. <laughs> so, oh, wait, wait, cool. thank, you, thank you for putting us in the coolest <laughs> bucket. We're the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the coolest. So how we do this? Okay, so the way that our outreach works. Um, I have a team that basically what they do is they go through iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. Google, where, however they're feeling creative that day, and they go and they just look for new podcasts. Uh, they look for alignment uh, with our clients. They look for, you know what I mean, just the overall badassery. <laughs> um, so, and they just initiate a conversation, start a relationship with them, you know. So um, that's that's how we grow our network, and that's how we look for podcasts. Is I just have people that that's what they do. Their their entire job is to just go. 
Um, we, we call it podcast spelunking. Nice. <laughs> we're so, going out, we're spelunking it, for podcasts and pulling like, them in. What is the podcast world like? Like, I mean, I know we're in it, but sometimes when you're in it, you don't really <laughs> look at it objectively. Like, what? tell us about it. Because right. when Greg first brought this idea forward to me, hey, Dave, what do you think of this idea? And I was just like, well, if I get to hang out with you, for sure. And then I was like, well, what is a podcast? You know what I mean? It was like a few years back. Yeah. Said, Dave, this is the cutting edge, da 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 <laughs> right? And then, and, then, yeah. and then it feels like, um, and, and of course, because, you know, it's happened to us, but it feels like we, we entered and there was a small kind of um, pond almost, and now it feels like an ocean of podcasts in whatever. How many oh, years it's doing an that. ocean. Yeah. So, yeah. so tell us a little bit. Of, what is that? What does that podcast community so, or ocean look like? The podcast community is absolutely incredible, filled with the most incredible people in the world. Like someone who starts a podcast, firstly, they're, that's not the only thing they're doing. Like they're not just starting a podcast because they're bored and they have nothing else to do. More often than not, it's a tool. It's a business tool. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, it's mm -hmm. a tool for growth. It's a tool for connection. Um, and so these people are up to incredible, incredible things. Uh, when I first started doing this, I wasn't really sure how the podcasting community was going to feel about me. <laughs> I was a little insecure because I was like, okay, here I am rounding up guests for their show. And you know what I mean? And then my, my clients are paying me, not them. You know what I mean? So I just wasn't sure how that was going to <laughs> play out. I, mm -hmm. I just didn't know. And you know what? We've just been welcomed into the community with open arms. It has been absolutely incredible. I've just watched these amazing relationships blossom between my clients and the podcasters I work with. A lot of them are, are offering each other's clients special pricing because their services work so well together and they're doing webinars together and they're, my clients are interviewing the podcasters on their shows. And you know what I mean? There's whole huge relationships that are being built just off of an interview, you know? So it's absolutely incredible to just watch all of this unfold and, it's amazing. I, I couldn't be more grateful to be in the podcasting community. Like if there's one community I could choose to be a part of, it's this community. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Without yeah. a doubt. Well, uh, you know, again, another incredible transition is the way we, Dave and I think about building our podcast is we want to serve our community. Uh, first of all, right. our local community. Uh, and s secondly, our global community, because, um, we just feel that the stories that our entrepreneurial friends have are very, very valuable to share. And so many people don't know mm -hmm. how to share their stories. And, you know, right. I, I, I'm, uh, I've got a film production company, so I'm, you know, for close to 15, 16 years, we've been sharing film stories of entrepreneurs and companies and corporations. Uh, but mm -hmm. video is not the only only medium, and video it forces you to sit down and clear your slate. Where podcasting, you could be driving, mowing the lawn, going to the gym, whatever to yep. consume this. Um, but going back to community, you know what what are you what are you what are you seeing in the strength of community coming from the you know when entrepreneurs do engage for the first time into into podcasts. Um, you know what I mean. Just in terms of of seeing people band together, is that what you're what you're like? Is that what you're asking? Well, I think maybe. What if there's an entrepreneur that's never done a podcast before? How would you pitch it to them, saying you need to be on podcasts? Well, why? Well, one of those whys is building community. But what does that actually look like? Well, um, definitely, just being in front of a targeted audience is is incredibly valuable. Um, I mean. 
just to be in front of like I have I have plans that are like I want to be on Joe Rogan and that's what that's what I want to you know like they want they're aiming for for these huge podcasts and they're not necessarily in alignment with um with their message you know what I mean so lining people up correctly with the right community is where the connection really happens mm. you know what I mean if you so it's it's really incredible to see to see people just um you know pulling in new clients and and their courses are taking off off of these interviews and you know what I mean? So it's definitely great. And there's a lot that happens behind the scenes aside from just a cool interview platform. You know, there's SEO that happens and um, you know, all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's definitely, it's really incredible to see. So how do people learn um, more about you, Zippy content about you? Um, and we're really going to appeal to uh, our audience who, you know, would like to be on exploring podcasts and see you as a conduit to that. How do they, how do they reach out to you? How do they, or your team and how do they get connected and, and how do they learn more? So a great place to find me is on Facebook. Um, you can find me Courtney Blair. Uh, Zippy Content also has a business page. Um, I've got a lot of stuff going on on my personal page just in terms of the day-to-day what's happening with us. Um, I'm also starting a live show uh, which I hope you guys will be on. What I what it is? It's going to be. It's called Unzipped, um, and it's I, all I'm going to be doing is interviewing the podcasters in my network nice. to just show people who who you guys are. You know who we're working with, what your show's all about. Learn learn more about you guys and how you started your show. You know what I mean. So um, that's all on Facebook, um, and then you can go to zippycontent.com and learn more about us, me and my team, some of my clients. Um, and you can also book it, book in a, t- a time with me if you'd like to to speak with me and learn more. You can book in a time on my website or on the Zippy Content Facebook page. So, so yeah. is that, does Greg have I'm to do, does Greg have to do that, or will you contact him? Because he he was trying to do he was trying to reverse engineer this a little bit. He thinks he thinks he gets he thinks he has special. Well, treatment I, I kind of do because we we play both sides of the coin here. I could be a customer, but we're also a conduit. You know. Yeah. Yes. No. You get special treatment for sure. Yeah. It sounds awesome. <laughs> Don't even worry. Well, Courtney, thank you so much. And and, and by yeah. the way, unzipped. Yeah. Bring, let us know when it'll be. We'll be a, you know a real pleasure to be. Be part of that 100 percent perfect and um perfect, the other perfect. thing is thank you courtney has already been sending us leads already so this has been this has been great thank you for that and uh courtney in fact Love when it. we do dis- when we do ever, chat ever, next ever the business guy leads interviewees leads guests leads um <laughs> when uh w- when we have our conversation next why don't uh, dave and i will will tell you specifically the focus of the type of guests we are looking for because we'd love to grab a, a number of and yours. and actually, if I can, the product that's emerged as a result of this that that we're going to be launching very shortly. Exactly. So awesome. more on that. So we'll have an offline cool. conversation about that, Courtney. Love it. Awesome. Hey, thanks for sharing your story. Really appreciate it. And uh, you know, um, looking forward to to continuing to connect and and chat and get to know each other. Likewise. Thank you so much for the opportunity, you guys. I appreciate you both so much. Thank you for being a part of our network and being such valuable people to just know in general. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Courtney. We'll talk to you soon. All, All right. right. Bye-bye. Have a good day, guys. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. See you, Courtney. That was awesome. Yeah, well, good for her. I've like, got some uh, takeaways. What, what, what's your thoughts? Uh, well, I just, you know what? Um, I just think it's really, because it's funny, because I was reading the bio, uh, Courtney's bio, and I was thinking, okay, well, how does her story connect with, you know, what she does? But, you know, I got, she made it very clear very quickly. Um, and, um, you know, and I, I'm a real fan of people that are willing to be vulnerable. Mm. I think it's just such a courageous thing to do. And, you know, particularly when you're, 
you know, when you've been hiding a part of you that, um, you know, that, that, you know, and she's decided to really own that. And, and, and it's, and I love the connection to how it's actually supported her, her business. So, so good honor. And, uh, and she's, you know, I just, uh, very, you know, you can tell she's in the right space. A hundred percent. So articulate. Um, just a real, you just really positive energy coming through, uh, the earphones. To I me. think it was a good way to, to end our season. Yeah. And, and when I say end, end our season, it just means we've, ne- you know, tune in next week because we've got our very first uh, guest of our next season coming up next week. But that felt like a good way to end because really, as we've been putting our BowlingPointPodcast.com website together, we have been <laughs> laughing at me. We've been separating our themes into three buckets, one of them being wellness uh, and balance. The other one being your business journey. Another one is using your business as a force for good. And she covered two of those, which mm. is well, actually three. So where did she go? Well, there's a, 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 a lot of lot of wellness uh, in in there. Like I I really feel that theme here was how the entrepreneurial journey was able to be part of her healing journey, yeah, uh, and yeah, it gave yeah. her a certain a different type of purpose, a different reason to live life clean. Is because she now has this incredible roster of entrepreneurs that she is serving. You know and. What a neat lesson that is. You know? do, do you know the other thing I was thinking? Um, I, I, when someone says, you know, I'm kind of through it, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. Like, like that's so honest because I always get worried about people and maybe I shouldn't be worried about them, you know, but but when they, you know, I'm, I'm through it. I'm never going back there. You know, it's like, you know, that was kind of interesting. I never got a chance to, to mention that, but I thought that's a really smart, healthy thing to do. Because um, whatever you know, we're, you're struggling with, or I'm struggling with, or she's struggling with. I mean, you, you're through it, but there, it doesn't mean you know. She said, "I'm I'm not out of water." All t- you know, exactly. That, that, that's pretty. That's a pretty real, honest thing. Yeah, like that's, yeah. that's someone who's gone through a, a bit of a you know a valley. Well, it's it's been definitely inspiring speaking uh, with her today. And uh, hey, stick around, people. We've got a whole new season of incredible podcasts coming up. Like we said earlier, go to boilingpointpodcast.com and sign up for our email newsletter just so you can be up to speed with our latest releases, um, our courses, our events, a whole bunch of fun things coming down the pipe. So please do tune in. And we've got a really special um, guest who's going to kick off our next season and uh, somewhat, somewhat of a hero. Should we give a hint or should we just tell tell people who it's going to be? Yeah. Uh. You know that's your call. Let's man. get it. Let's I, let's bring people back. We got Seth Godin is going to kick off our next uh, our next season. And if you don't if you don't know him, Google him. Amazing, fascinating guy. Yeah. I expect most people do know, but I was talking with someone today and I mentioned it, and he said, "Who's that?" And I thought, "Oh, well. it surprises me how many people don't like when I say, oh, yeah, uh, I'm going to a Seth Godin uh, webinar or whatever it is.' They're like Seth Godin. I'm like, oh my gosh, you don't know who he is. Okay, go to SethGodin.com and sign up for his daily emailer yeah yeah so tune in next week uh, folks and that's great dave this has been fun always thanks for checking out this episode of boiling point remember to rate and subscribe to us on itunes and follow us on twitter at boiling point pod to see more from dave vale check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on twitter at dave underscore vale and to catch up with greg Visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. 
My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.